0: Dead Stripper Chapter 7 Scene 25 The next morning, a mug of coffee sitting on my desk right in front of me, and another episode of Better Call Souls playing on the big screen. Suddenly I hear someone knocking on my door. I get up, walk a few steps, and open the door. Ah, my friend, Saw your car outside, he says, figured you were home. Brilliant deduction, Watson. Ha, 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 he fakes a laugh. I'm on my way back to my desk. He closes the door behind me and follows me inside. Want something to drink, I ask? Sure. You know where it is. I go back to my desk and sit down, open my laptop, and go online. I hear him enter the kitchen, open the refrigerator door, and start rooting around inside. Then I hear him close the refrigerator door. He enters the living room carrying a bottle of water. Then he takes a seat on the couch. What are you watching? Better call Saul. He twists off the top of the water bottle and takes a sip. What are you doing? Trying to break this fucking code. What code, he asks. Getting my first story published. I punch a number into my cell phone. Hang on. A recording answers. It takes five more punches and a couple curses before a female's voice finally says, "Elroy Queen, how can I help you? I'd like to speak to your editor-in-chief. Is he expecting your call? She asks. Does it make a difference? Mr. Angeles, she says, doesn't accept random phone calls. Perhaps I can help you. What is the purpose of the call? Let's give it a try. I keep submitting stories. I think they're pretty good, but keep getting rejection slips. Are you published? She asks. That's what I'm trying to do now. But are you already published? She asks. No. Then that's the problem, she says. Here at Elvary Queen, we don't accept random submissions. We only deal with published writers. (laughs) But that's not what it says on your website. I'm sorry for any confusion, she says, but that is our policy. I end the call, set the phone on the desk, and close my laptop. Any luck, my friend asks. Struck out swinging. But at least I found out why I keep getting rejections. You have to be a published writer. So now what, he asks. I have to find a publication that deals with unpublished writers. I stand up, pick up my coffee, and move over to the couch. Then I take a seat next to my friend, stretch out my legs, and prop my feet on the coffee table. Oh, he says, almost forgot. How'd it go with your stripper last night? Different. I sip my coffee. How so, my friend asks. I actually talked to this one. No shit. He punks me a little. Not afraid she might misconstrue something you say? Good one. I punk him back. For you. Ha, ha, ha. Another fake laugh. She talked my ass off from the time I picked her up until I dropped her off. About what, he asks. About blowing this guy and fucking that guy. Did sucking your cock ever enter the conversation? Nah, but I helped her carry her things. Why, he asks. She had a lot to carry, and her wrist was sprained. One of these days, he says, that's going to get you in trouble. What is? Helping people. Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? Hope I'm wrong, he says, but it is possible. You're so wrong. But for your info, I also helped someone else last night. I purposely saved this one for last. How, he asks. Got a request when I was leaving the stripper's place. From a girl out on the main line. And, and she's pissed at her boyfriend. She'd been drinking wine all day, long ride, all the way to Phoenixville. I listen to her problems and we do some bonding. Then she offers to buy me a drink, right then and right there. No shit, he says. Yep. So we have a couple drinks and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Get the fuck out of here, he says. Swear to God. You say she was pissed at her boyfriend? He verifies. Yep. Sounds like a spike fuck to me. Some people might call it a spite fuck, but I went online today and did some research. You and your fucking research, he says. I move back to my desk and sit down, open my laptop and make a few clicks. Ah, here it is. And I quote, Transference is a psychiatric phenomena that occurs when a patient suddenly redirects their feelings from a significant person in their life to their therapist. You're no therapist, he says. Ah, Mona Me. But that's exactly who I was last night. I listened to her problems. Really listen. And that's all psychiatrists do. They listen. And here's the best part. And once again, I quote This transference is often manifested as an erotic attraction toward their therapist. Interesting. Just like that, the boyfriend's out and I'm in. I feel honored, he says. How so? I finally got to meet Sigmund Freud, he says. Ah, good one, mine Freund." Where'd you do her, he asks. In the parking lot outside the bar, standing up, leaning against the car. And nobody saw you? After closing, nobody around. Moon shining down, stars twinkling up above, and I made her bark like a dog. You're not just a therapist, he says. You're also a poet. Thanks, I'm smiling. You should have made a video, he said, and posted on YouTube. You going to see her again? You're not going to believe this, my friend. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for Chapter 7. Coming up next, Chapter 8.